This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Get a Casper mattress and get a great night's sleep. Try it for 100 nights risk-free. Go to casper.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn. Get $50 towards the purchase of your mattress. Terms and conditions do apply. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Welcome, former Oklahoma Senator Tom Coburn to the Glenn Beck program. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm fine, Glenn. When you saw the GOP yesterday starting to go and put earmarks back in as a way to direct um, uh, pork barrel spending back into their uh, districts, what went through your mind? Oh, careerism, career politicians. Uh, you know, it's, it's important people not understand how earmarks work. Earmarks work because a city wants something, uh, which is really not in the enumerated powers of the federal government to do in the first place. They hire a lobbyist or somebody hires a lobbyist. They give to your campaign, and then they ask for, well, the city needs this. You'll look good at home. This has got to be a priority for you because you represent these people. So it's the it's the old idea that people are – you know, as soon as you know you can buy, you can get anything you want from the federal government, you lose your freedom. And so this arrogance of power that says, I will supply what my district needs rather than what's in the best interest of the country, which is their oath, has nothing to do with their local district, which is their oath, is the thing that will spell disaster for a country. And it has already. You know, they, the, the the career politicians will tell you we need this to get things through Congress. We agrees with the skids. You know, so you had to buy somebody's vote by giving them money to spend at home. Uh, number two is if we eliminated all earmarks, which we still haven't, even though they say they have. If you eliminated all earmarks, actually, you'd make Congress could start doing their job. The other thing you hear from members of Congress is, well, the administration has the power to do this. No, all you have to do is put in your appropriation bills that they won't do any of this stuff without getting approval from Congress. But they won't do that. So, you know, it's laziness, it's careerism, it's elitism, and it's contemptuous in terms of what – even having a vote on it tells you that they're totally not connected with the American people and that they're connected with the next election. Former U.S. Senator Dr. Tom Coburn, um, Tom, when you're looking at what's happening now – I heard Paul Ryan, who was not for Donald Trump, um, now ecstatic and say he said yesterday that this is a new dawn in America and um, the Republicans are are it's a new day for even the Republican Party. Um, And it sounded pretty excited. A lot of people are really excited. Is this something that you would look on and say, man, it would be great to be in the Senate right now? Or are you expecting more of the same? What do we expect from what do you think is happening with the Republican Party? I don't think much. Uh, I'm hopeful that uh, the president-elect can give the leadership to cause people to make hard decisions instead of easy ones for their reelection. But I don't know that anything happened on the 8th of November to do spinal transplants in most of the career politicians in Washington. Uh, you know what 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 the earmarks vote is is cowardice. Is it's about me and not about our country. That's you know, and to me it is so disappointing. And first of all, are they tone deaf? Did they not hear what this election was all about? Draining I don't the think swamp. I, I don't think anybody did. I really don't. I don't think I, the well, media. It, it, it I don't think tells the. Tells you why we have to have a convention of states to offer amendments to limit the scope, the power, and the jurisdiction of the federal government. 
You know, here, here you have the party that's in control wanting to vote to restore one of the most corrupt systems there ever was that only really benefits the politician. Because for any earmark I might have gotten, I had to give an earmark to 99 other senators, and I had to look the other way to be able to do it. And I never got an earmark once for Oklahoma or my district. I refused to do that. I refused to fall into that. So, you know, to me, it's the corruption of careerism. And when I'm talking corruption, I'm talking about not upholding your oath to the U.S. Constitution to understand that there are enumerated powers for the federal government, and those powers are supposed to be limited. There's no reason for a member of Congress or a U.S. senator to be directing money to be spent in their state. What they should be doing is lessening the tax burden and let the states figure out where they want to spend the money. So you're you're looking at the convention of states, and do you believe that the uh, Trump presidency has made this more likely or less likely to happen? Well, I don't know, Glenn. Uh, I, I don't think it's less likely because you just saw, here's the greatest example in the world why we need it. Here's the, the supposed fiscal conservatives now want to reintroduce earmarks. So I I don't know the answer to that. What I do know is if, in fact, there's not big change over the next two years in the behavior in Washington and liberty is lost again and money is spent that we don't have, that we're borrowing from future generations, the election in two years from now is going to be very difficult for those in charge. Tom, you know, I look at the situation. We, We had a story out of Australia today and one two days ago out of India where Citibank is doing what India uh, just did, and they're limiting cash, and they're getting rid of the you know the ten dollar bill in India. In India, Citibank announced uh, yesterday or tomorrow uh, that uh, in Australia, many of their banks will be entirely cashless, and the world seems to be going to a cashless society because quote it's good for business and good for the banks and security. I, I I just have this fear as we get, we start going down this road, the, all this stuff is going to collapse, and the people are not going to go for another bail out. The banks have already worked it out with the government to have a bail in. Things can radically radically change quickly. Do you agree with that? Well, I think they can. I, the question is, is, how do you prevent that? And. The way you prevent it is you start right now with a new president and a new Congress not spending money that you don't have on things that you don't need. And so whether they manipulate whether we have a currency or not, that's a symptom of the underlying problem. Right now, Glenn, the unfunded liabilities for America is $144 trillion. It grew by $4 trillion last year. That's a $1 million per taxpayer. That's $24 trillion more than the entire worth of the country. So when people say there's no problem, we can borrow money, you can borrow money as long as people are willing to loan it to you. But history shows us that both democracies and republics that borrow money at at a rate greater than their GDP fail. And so has every other republic before us failed? Yes. Will we fail? Yes, if in fact we don't have real courageous moral leadership. Well, we don't that have you that. You don't spend the future's money. We don't have that, so that's why the the 
project of uh, states is so important. The convention of states is so important. The, um, uh, the Constitution gives us a way out. I, I am a full-fledged backer of this. I, I can't, I mean, I think this is the answer. There's a lot of Republicans, at least here in Texas, that say, oh, it's not bad enough to use, you know, Article 5. I don't know what they would be waiting for. Um, but there's a lot of people that are, um, you know, the, the, the business as usual people don't want this to happen. We are now in a situation where we're one state away from making this happen. We're one state. Well, I, I, there was a report, and maybe you, maybe you know this fact, Senator, but uh, there there were, were one one state away from having enough Republicans in control of legislatures that if they all passed it, you could do it essentially without any Democrats stopping it. Right, but but it really is a bipartisan thing. It's not. Yes. You know, I, we have a lot of Democrats supporting what we're doing. Right. I think that here, you know, here's the main. And point. you have a lot of what? Republicans that are sticking the muds. Well, but again, <laughs> that's what a grassroots movement's all about. Right. Changing right. That. Right. So, so here's here's the point. Yeah, you, you have this example right after election November eighth that the the status quo elite careerists in Washington all of a sudden want to bring back a tool of corruption. So they're tone deaf. So the only thing, the only tool America has that's big enough to fix the problem that we have is an Article Five Convention of Amendments, where amendments are made that that re- brings power back to the state, that limits the stupidity that's going on in Washington today. Remember, every year, every year, $500 billion is thrown out the window in Washington. Total waste, total duplication, total fraud. That's a half a trillion dollars a year. Well, had we had really strong members of Congress, I don't care what party they're from, that took their oath seriously, we wouldn't have that. We'd be have $500 billion more a year that we wouldn't be taxed for or we wouldn't be borrowing against for our kids. So the only tool we have is an Article 5 Convention of States, and the American people have to know that here's the greatest example you can see. Here's the, the tone deafness, the elitism, the careerism. We want to enhance our own personal power by using earmarks to look good at home, to collect money for campaigns, to enhance our future as a career politician. I mean, listen, Mitch McConnell, first thing he said after, after the president-elect, said about term limits. He said, we're not bringing term limits up. No, he's not going to bring term limits up. He's been there 30 years. Why would he bring term limits up? And he's part of the problem. So, so the people who say that, well, especially now, the Democrats are freaking out and they would love to open up the Constitution. What, well, they what don't do have you... the power to do that. An Article 5 convention by law and Supreme Court precedent has only the power to discuss what's in its application. So Convention of States has an application for the financial aspects of federal government, i.e. a balanced budget amendment using generally accepted accounting principles. Number two, term limits on members of Congress and appointed members of the government. And number three, limiting the scope, power, and jurisdiction of the federal government. So there's only three areas, so you can't open it up. And it's not a constitutional convention. It's a convention for amendments to the Constitution that we have. Right. But we couldn't do what, let's say, what they did, you know, in the last progressive era. And I'm not suggesting anybody wants to do this, but you couldn't come in and say, I want prohibition. No, you couldn't do any of that because it doesn't have anything to do. You, you can only have a meeting by precedent, by history and, and and by common sense. What is listed in your application and all the applications have to match. 
So there's no there's no risk whatsoever, zero, nada, of a, quote, runaway convention. And there never has been one. I don't but think you can make that point. people against this always use, oh, well, we'll probably use yeah. some of it right. Well, that's the elitist, power-hungry group that wants to continue things the way it is, that have us bankrupt as a nation. Uh, you know, look at median family income. Median family income dropped $7,000 under this president. Wow. That means 50% of the people are making $7,000 in real dollars less a year than oh they gosh. were before he became president. But it's also a lot of uh, frightened conservatives, Senator, because they are worried that, that, which is why you can't make the application point enough, because they're worried that, that they're going to try to, you know, to, uh, eliminate the Second Amendment. Well, or... here's, here's the thing they ought to worry about. We have a runaway federal government right now. Why don't you worry about that? <laughs> Rather than the, and the people that are promoting the fear, they lack courage. There is no mm-hmm. there is no fear in doing the right thing. There's a yeah. lot of fear hunkering down saying, Oh, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid and consequently we go down the tubes. So you get a mm-hmm. choice. You can either stand up and fight for your liberty and fight for your rights and fight for a limited federal government like was intended, or you can continue to let the federal government control seventy percent of everything in our economy and in our states. I can't uh, I can't recommend highly enough that you get involved. Uh, with the Convention of States project. I I think this is the uh, answer. This is the way to give the power back to the people. This is what we've been looking for, and time is of the essence. Uh, And we're making great progress. If we sure need you on the battlefront here in Texas, if people want to get involved, uh, Tom, how do they do it? They go to conventionofstates.com. They can find out. They can volunteer there. They can find out. They can ask any question they want. It's already been answered on that website. We address all these things that people are worried about and talk about why those can't happen. And they allow you to hook up with somebody locally in both your county, your district, your voting district, your congressional district, or your state house district or your state senate district. And then become involved so you can actually influence your legislator to vote for this. Tom, thank you very much. Tom Coburn, uh, former senator. God bless you. Have a good Thanksgiving, sir. The key to having a great day starts with having a great night's sleep. And I know because I have a Casper mattress. The Casper mattress was invented with two high-tech foams that give you all of the support that you need and guarantee that you get the best night's sleep ever. Time Magazine named Casper Mattress one of the best inventions of 2015. Casper ships for free in a box so small you won't believe it holds the actual mattress, making it simple to get from your front door to your bedroom. And you try it for 100 nights risk-free. They'll come and pick it up if you don't love it as much as I love mine, and they'll refund every single dime. Once you try it, you're never going to want to sleep on anything else. Having a great day by having a great night's sleep. Casper.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. $50 off the purchase of your mattress at Casper.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Don't forget, $50 off the purchase of your mattress. Casper.com slash Glenn. Terms and conditions do apply.